This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast presented by MonkeyNightFight.com. Brad, the big noise, Evans here, joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. And it is our Player Props episode to get you prepped for the full slate of Week 8 games out there in Fantasy Foosball land. Before we get to today's Fantasy 5... Brandon, I got a couple of uh, questions to propose to you. First off, biggest and brightest waiver wire sensation in week eight. Is it going to be Brandon Ayuk against the Seattle Seahawks with Debo Samuel out with a hamstring injury? Leonard Fournette, who may have the upper hand again in this revolving door backfield in Tampa. He gets the G-men, we think, on Monday. We'll see because COVID. And last and maybe certainly not least, Nelson Aguilar has been quite the sensation in his own individualistic way for this Las Vegas Raiders passing attack. And you get Cleveland, and we know that they're kind of friendly in that secondary. Who you taking there in a half-point PPR? Oh, I'm taking my namesake, Brandon Ayuk, oh. the rookie with Debo Samuel. Uh, coming off the 100-yard game, going against the Seattle Seahawks. I hate to say it, and I've been <laughs> saying it all year long, but that defense has been the gift that keeps on giving for wide receivers. Eight 100-yard receivers. They've allowed 10 guys that have gone over 80 yards, 12 receivers that have gone over 70 yards. Um, and Ayuk is well-positioned as the number one guy of said it before he's kind of a Debo Samuel doppelganger and he will be Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk combined into one this week because like I said he'll be the clear go-to I like that one a lot yeah Ayuk's certainly a clone of Debo no doubt about it Shaq Riffin uh, we'll see if he can actually play because he was in concussion protocol and if you get Trey the corpse flowers then that's always a good thing if you don't know what a corpse flower is don't ever <laughs> be in the presence of one when it blooms I have at the Denver Botanical Garden and it smells exactly what its name implies. It smells like a rotten dead body. It's terrible. It blooms for like a day, and then it shrivels back up. But it's magnificent if you can handle the stench. <laughs> so it's true. It's true. Uh, I don't know it, if a, the beauty of a flower is not worth that for me. Oh, it was worth it for me. It was totally oh. worth it. Uh, now I know what dead people smell like. Uh, I am going to go with Leonard Fournette. By the slimmest of margins over Ayuk. I, I don't think he could really lose with any of these options. I've been out as Aguilar, but I think Fournette plays perfectly into the weakness of the New York Giants. And as defending the short field in the past, uh, they've got a 5 points of a receiving a receptions per game, 56 yards per game through the air to opposing running backs. And he's the new nickelback. So all he is seeing, oh, I said nickelback together. That's, <laughs> that's a terrible combination. Scratch that. He's the pass-catching back, and he'll be better than anything Nickelback put on a CD or on an MP3. So I like Leonard Fournette to be a top-20 rusher this week. QB Quandry, help me out here. Who would you take? Ryan Tannehill at Cincinnati, Carson Wentz against the Little D of Dallas, or Justin Herbert going against the Denver Broncos? Who do you like best? Mm, this is a, just a batch of goodness right here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Put put all these guys together. Delicious. Uh Look at I'm going to go Justin Herbert, uh, Justin Herbert, who has been good every single week. And Tannehill is always in Carson Wentz have been great. I think here's the problem. Both the Wentz and Tannehill matchups are potential boat race scenarios. Yep. where could be a whole lot of Derrick Henry, could be even some Jeremy McNichols in, in garbage mm. time. And the same said for 
for Carson Wentz could be a lot of Boston Scott because Dallas has scored 13 combined points in two games since Dak Prescott went out. Uh, Cincinnati is in trouble. They had three offensive linemen that didn't practice today, and that is not a good offensive line. That is not an offensive line that could afford to play three backups because the guys that are starting are basically league-level backups anyways. <laughs> right. So I like Justin Herbert because this game could likely be competitive, and we've seen Justin Herbert already have some great games and some against some tough defenses. To me, he's the safest. Give me the rook. Yeah, if this were like uh, knocking on the door and trick-or-treating and uh, the patrons of the home dip their hand in the candy bowl and throw some objects into your bag, you got a 100-gram bar, you got a baby roof, and you know nice. maybe like a Snickers as well. So, as long as you did not go three musketeers on me, I'm down with your metaphor. Now, you were you now officially half dead <laughs> to me for your disdain for the three musketeers that you said publicly on the Series X and Fantasy show. You will never be forgiven for that. Uh, I just love the <laughs> pillowy interior of that candy bar. It's one of my favorites. And Brandon Funston just basically told me I was the biggest Nimrod ever to live for liking that. But whatever. We can agree to disagree on our favorite candy. Well, we can agree that this is the three musketeers of quarterbacks. They're all for one and one for all. Oh, I see what you did there. Well played. I'm taking Carson Wentz. Uh, you know, it could be a spectacular half. I, I think your points are salient, uh, but you just hope that Dallas and Ben DiNucci, yeah, oh, hey, can uh, at least <laughs> keep pace uh, with this Eagles defense. Uh, so I think Wentz, uh, for the fourth time in his last uh, five games, will hit at least 20 fantasy points this week. Again, we are presented by MonkeyNightFight.com. If you have no idea what it is, go there right now. They just signed this huge deal with the NFLPA. Uh, there was a huge announcement about it. Uh, at, you know, Deshaun Watson talking up the Monkey Night Fight. Uh, so uh, Kirk Cousins talking up the Monkey Night Fight because it's a sweet game. It's just more or less over under for your favorite players, whether it's yards, fantasy points, touchdowns, anything under the sun. You pick them, you parlay them together, starting with at least two all the way up to five or six. The more you hit, the more cash you stuff into your pockets. Go there right now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. When you sign up, you get a free $5 game on the house only at monkeynightfight.com. Let's get to today's Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, uh, let's go back to Cincinnati and that broken, disheveled offensive line with a bunch of cast with a friendly ghost, only appropriate for Halloween that they're going to have there. Uh, manning the trenches for Joe Burrow. Will this impact A.J. Green? The line at MKF is four and a half receptions. And Funson, I'm taking the over because A.J. Green is the hand rising from the settled grave and penetrating the earth to the surface because he was zombified a couple of weeks ago, and all of a sudden he's alive. And he's roaming the earth again, and he is somebody you can trust in your starting fantasy lineup this week. I think he's a wide receiver, too. He's seen 30.1% of the air yard share within this scheme, 14.5 ADOT. Not getting a whole lot done after the catch. Doesn't matter, though. He's now getting the separation back, and now he's got the rhythm and the chemistry and the bond with Joe Burrow. And he gets Tennessee, which is allowed the six most fantasy points of wide receiver position, and nine dudes have hit at least 10 fantasy points in a half-point PPR setting. Uh, and I think he's got to only add to that. So, A.J. Green, you got a fade or got to follow me on the four and a half receptions on the over? Yeah, the volume's been glorious. He's top ten among wide receivers in total targets, and they figured out how to use him. They had to make some adjustments to the way they used him because it wasn't working early in the year. But the last two weeks, we've seen 15 catches uh, and appreciable yardage. And, I, you know, we're talking catches here. 
because of the volume, because of the matchup, I see a hard time him not going over this number and getting to at least five catches. I will follow. All right, let's do a rapid fire head-to-head. Tell me you'd rather have in a half-point PPR, A.J. Green or Juju. Uh, I'm going to go. I have A.J. Green ahead of Juju this week. Uh, I, I have A.J. Green. Again, I can't believe I'm saying this. Three weeks ago, it would have been like, no way in hell. A.J. Green or the perpetually dinged Mike Evans? Uh, I will go with Mike Evans. I have Mike Evans one spot ahead. Last one. We talked about Brandon Ayuk at the top. Let's throw him in the mix. Him or A.J. Green? I want Brandon Ayuk all the way. Yeah, I've got Ayuk about five spots ahead. But A.J. Green, the needle is pointing north. Number four. All right, Brandon, it's time for Revenge Game. And that is certainly the narrative for Le'Veon Bell this week going up against the Ghastly Gases, uh, also known as the New York Jets, who are 19 and a half point underdogs. <laughs> it's like you never see that, man. I think the last <laughs> time I saw a spread this big, it was Peyton Manning in his heyday with the Denver Broncos going up against the Chad Henney-led Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, interestingly enough, Quinky Ding, Chad Henney, the backup. In Kansas City, he's still in the damn league. <laughs> uh, and Denver covered. It was like a 22-and-a-half point line, and they won by like 30-something. I think, you know, Le'Veon Bell uh, is going to run roughshod over his former employer. He's disgruntled. He's ticked. And what better way to, you know, take out those frustrations uh, than running just right up the gut against them early and often. I think he's going to get at least 30 snaps in this game, a lot of run in the second half. And you look at the New York Jets, 4.59 yards per carry allowed, 147.7 total yards per game, eight total touchdowns, and the eighth most fantasy points. And they have logged the most missed tackles. Yes, they failed football 101. They can't even wrap up people. So I think Le'Veon's good for, what, 70 to 80 total yards and a touchdown. That would get him over this proposed 12-and-a-half fantasy point line at MKF. Fader, follow my over here. Yeah, I mean, look, at he'll get halfway there if he gets a touchdown. And what a great opportunity. I think Andy Reid is going to have opportunities to get Le'Veon Bell in the end zone from point-blank range, and he's going to absolutely do it. Let him have his moment. Let him have a feel-good moment with Kansas City. And there'll be a lot of kumbaya going forward as he gets his revenge touchdown against Adam Gase and company. I expect that to happen. I absolutely would bet the over on a touchdown for Le'Veon Bell. I think, as I said, it gets him halfway there. Doesn't have to do a whole lot else to get the rest of the way. I will take the over. Hey, won't be living on a prayer, no doubt about Mm. it. Uh, (laughs) What about Le'Veon Bell or Giovanni Bernard in a head-to-head? I'm going Giovanni Bernard. Oh, Giovanni Bernard. Yeah, I go Gio, too. Uh, What about Le'Veon Bell or your boy Boston Scott, assuming that he gets the start? Uh, again, I, I, I look at Giovanni Bernard and Boston Scott as kind of two of the same. They are going to be the true bell cows where we cannot forget there's a guy named Clyde Edwards Hilaire still in that backfield for yeah, Kansas City. Yeah. You're, you're looking at probably low to mid-teens touches for Le'Veon Bell because of that. All right, yeah, I could go with Giovanni Bernard. Last one, Le'Veon Bell or your boy, cue the Bee Gees, Josh Jacobs. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Come, on, Come man. to my I, side. Come no to my side. Bob. Give me Josh Jacobs against those Cleveland Brownies. Now, nah, side wager. It's definitely going to be Le'Veon Bell for me. Bring thy bell. Number three. All right. Let's work at another player that's getting a little bit more run here lately, Brandon. It's the rookie of the University of Georgia, DeAndre Swift. Will he earn his snossages this week? 12.5 fantasy points is a line. I'm taking the under. Believe it or not, uh, you know, this is largely TD dependent because you look at the matchup, Indianapolis likely to have Darius Leonard back coming off the bye week. 
Uh, this season, they've given up just 3.48 yards per carry, 102.2 total yards per game, and the fourth fewest fantasy points to the RB position. Swift, just ho-hum, mediocre in terms of the advance analytics, 2.31 yak per attempt, and force a missed tackle 16.4% of the time. Getting more of a snap share, but you get a little taste of on Johnson here or there and Adrian Peterson as well. I just don't see him quite getting there. I'm thinking like, you know, 60 combined yards, maybe three, four receptions. If he finds the end zone, he'll go over, but I think he's going to be held out of splashing six. Fade or follow my under 12 and a half fantasy points for the rookie from UGA. Oh, there's a lot more DeAndre Swift fans out there than me. I am not leading this bandwagon. I'm not driving it. Um, but I'm going to take the over here. Mm. And because he just has a knack for the end zone. And they like to use him in the red zone and, and use him around the end zone. I think they'll get their opportunities. I don't love the matchup. But the crazy thing is, is DeAndre Swift, he's not getting a lot of touches, but he is leading running backs in fantasy points per touch and half PPR. So we're seeing that volume increase the last couple weeks. That continues. I think he gets over because he's been pretty efficient overall. Rapido. Tell me he'd rather have a half point PPR. DeAndre Swift or Miles Gaskin? Uh, I will go Miles Gaskin. Five Gaskin. DeAndre Swift or mediocre Montgomery? Ooh, I am going to go... I'm going to go DeAndre Swift. These guys are back-to-back in my rank. Uh, same with me, and I still have mandatory. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, DeAndre Swift or Daryl Henderson? Uh, I will go Daryl Henderson. Uh, I got Henderson uh, just ahead of him as so well. So it could be a swift opportunity if he splashes six, but I am not seeing it against the ponies. Number two. All right, next up, Travis Fulgham, uh, 64 and a half receiving yards. Over, over, and over again. He may get this by halftime, Brandon. And remember, no Deshaun Jackson. He's out with a high ankle sprain. Travis Fulgham just consistently crushing every single total that's out there. Uh, you look at him on the season, a player that you know has been a top 10, I think he's even top five or last four games, getting a massive target share of 26.1%. Got to see some Trayvon Diggs in coverage. He's giving up a 112.9 passer rating, 1.83 yards per snap. And Dallas as a collective, 7.5 YPA, fourth most fantasy points allowed to the wide receiver position. You get a fade or follow me on the over for Fulgham under the primetime lights, 64 and a half yards. Yeah, I have Travis Fulgham, I believe. I'm trying to tell. I think he's in my top 20 receivers this week. But I'm absolutely with you on this one. Over 64 and a half. And again, as you said, he might have it at halftime. I don't think that is hyperbole. I think there's a good chance that he gets there by halftime. Me? Being hyperbolic? Never, Brandon. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, tell me you'd rather have in a head-to-head scenario. Travis Fulgham, if he goes, Allen Robinson. Uh, I will take, if he goes, Allen Robinson. I take Travis Fulgham. Travis Fulgham or Justin Jefferson? Uh, Give me, gosh, this is close. I have Fulgham ahead of him, though. I'll take Fulgham. I got Fulgham. Last one, Fulgham or Cooper Cup? Uh, I actually am going Fulgham once again. Yeah, now we're talking. It's Fulgham for me as well. Number one. All right, last one. Oh, get your boxing gloves strapped on there, buddy. Tyler Lockett, 84 and a half receiving yards. I'm taking the under. 
Yeah, that's right. Suck it, Funston. Off a historic effort, the 14th highest output in NFL history, according to PPR rankage at the wide receiver position. What was it like? 14 catches, 15 catches, 200 yards, a TD hat trick in Arizona, erupting like Mount St. Helens back in the day. That's what Tyler Lockett did last week, and he's got to come crashing back down to earth. I'm sorry. The embers are going to cool here because you look at San Francisco. I know you're going to say, well, you're going to see Jamar Taylor, Brad. Well, San Francisco is a lot of the ninth fewest slot yards, according to the FTN Daily Advanced DVP Wide Receiver Tool. And I'm going to follow the data. I'm going to follow the fact that this secondary is getting healthy. Jason Verrett has been shut down. Uh, Manuel Mosley has been outstanding as well. And I think they're going to really – turn up the heat on old Russell Wilson. I think Russell will have a nice game because he can obviously beat the heat by running. But I think Tyler Lockett, down week, up week for DK Metcalf. And tell me why I'm wrong. Uh, I'm not, actually. This is a crazy high line. I did not expect 85 and a half. Hey, they said it at Monkey Night Fight. It wasn't me. Man, that is that is lofty. Uh, I appreciate the respect, Monkey Night Fight, for my guy, Tyler Lockett. But I just I don't think he can get there. I, I, that's a big number. I I'm I was expecting it to be like low 70s. 85 and a half is big. I I think he's somewhere between 75 and 85. So oh, as much as I hate to do it, I'm going to follow you on this one. Oh, we agree on this. Oh, that is hallelujah. Yeah, take advantage of what is a very soft under there. Uh, it is ballooned at 84 and a half for Tyler Lockett, and that is a wrap. On this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track, please check out Brandon Funson's fantastic work. He's got a column coming out on Friday. Uh, what's the column on, Amigo? Uh, it is the Big Board Top 50 Rest of Season Ooh. Rankings plus 10 uh, mailbag questions dealing with trades and rest of season player values. Uh, you can never miss Brandon Funson's Big Board. That is for shizzle. Uh, check out that work at The Athletic. Check him out on Twitter at Brandon Funson. Check me out at Noisy Huevos and check out FTN Fantasy, FTN Daily, FTNBets.com. Use that promo code Evans to get 10% off your subscription today. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And until next time, adios amigos! Happy Halloween!